0: Hello there, my friends. Welcome into another episode of the Subscription Web Design Podcast. Hope this one finds you doing super duper well. Hey, this week I want to talk to you about uh, something that I think is going to make a big impact in your, in your daily life. And maybe it's a question you've thought about before, but maybe it's one that you haven't. Here's what I want to ask you. How do you use your downtime in your web design business? How do you use your downtime? What do you do in those moments where you're staring at the screen? It seems like there's maybe not some client work to do right now. Um, Maybe you're waiting on the next project or proposal to come in or just whatever it is. And you're like, what am I going to do with my time that actually helps move the needle? Well, I have some suggestions for you in this episode that um, might not sound groundbreaking or revolutionary, but um, most of you, I guarantee, aren't doing them. Okay? Just because they're not groundbreaking concepts doesn't mean they're not important. It doesn't mean that you don't need to be reminded of them. It doesn't mean that you don't need to start doing them now, ASAP, immediately, because you most certainly do, okay? And so this is what I want to bring before you, and I think you're going to get a lot of help from it. This episode is going to be brought to you by my mentorship program, subscriptionwebdesign.com. Go over there if you'd like personal help being mentored by me and learning how to design your days, how to use better downtime, how to get more clients for subscription web design, how to create better offers for subscription web design, how to sell. Um, all of these are things that we talk about. Uh, as many questions as you have, I have answers. So um, let's do that. Subscriptionwebdesign.com and you can get signed up for the mentorship program to date. Okay. Here are some things that you can use in your downtime that are actually productive. All right. Number one is content creation, both free free and premium. Here's the deal. Okay. We live in a society where, where two things are true. Okay. People buy emotionally and they justify with logic. Okay. People buy emotionally, they justify with logic. And the third variable is they often get pushed over the edge with some sort of urgency or scarcity. This is how all sales and marketing ultimately works. So what you need to do in 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 this day and age that we're living right now as I'm recording this it's 2023 what you need to be doing and this is going to be true for a long time is putting out helpful engaging and compelling content in front of your target audience you need to go where your target audience are i don't care if they're on facebook on instagram if you're going to mainly capture them through seo and blogging that's great if they're on youtube Wherever your client is, and you need to identify who your client is in order for this to work really well, you need to create content that answers the questions that they have, addresses the pain points they have, gives them the emotional feelings and the needs that they desire. You need content that does all of those things. It is never a bad idea to spend some downtime writing a blog post, going live on Facebook, creating a video and uploading it to YouTube. It's not a waste of time as long as you've given it some thought first as to what kinds of questions are going on and what kind of conversations are already happening inside of the minds of your target audience. If you're not creating some kind of content in your downtime, you're doing it wrong. Okay, you need to be doing that. Now, you can do this to to a degree that is harmful. In other words, you can spend all your time on a hamster wheel creating content that isn't being effective. Okay, you need the content to be effective in order to actually work for you. And I think that once you do that, um, it's going to be fruitful for you and help in your business quite a bit okay the second thing is strategic research strategic research think about your competitors um, but not for too long because I like for you to think about your, yourself okay um, think about what it is that you could do in your market to actually produce something helpful and useful for clients think about a lead magnet I just did this and I haven't uh, as of this recording I haven't implemented it yet but I'm, I'm getting ready to. And that is I created a guide that is helpful for my target audience, which is mostly membership site owners um, and people who create courses. I created a target audience that will be very, very helpful for the, or a, uh, a lead magnet, excuse me, which is a, p- a PDF uh, uh, guide that will be very, very useful for my particular audience. And if I can get people to raise their hand and say, yeah, I need that, then I've identified them as a target customer. And they are now in my fold, and I own their traffic in in way of their email address, and now I can market to them when I need them. That sort of strategic research really only happens when you have time to to do it. And uh, adding it into your downtime is a much um, better use of your time than searching uh, or surfing Facebook ever will be, okay? Related to that is strategic thinking. I challenge you to put time on your calendar every day, or at least every week, but I would say every day for what I call strategic thinking, just for thinking. I'm talking about you don't have any, maybe even not even any music going. You certainly don't have Facebook open. You most definitely don't have YouTube open. And you're not researching what others are doing or researching what the best thing is for you to do. You're just thinking. You're just sitting there and you're scheming and you're thinking because entrepreneurs are good at this, right? You just just have to give yourself time to do it. You're thinking about what's the next right move. Where do I want to be in five months? Who do I really want to work with? How do I want to get there? Right? You're thinking. Just think. Just think. Quiet. Quiet your mind. Be still. Put yourself into that state where you're thinking about what's best for your business and get there and think and do it and put it on the calendar. Okay. The next one I want to talk to you about, this one is one that uh, I need to get better at doing, I'll just tell you, Uh, but it's really important. And that is shaking the trees. Right, shaking the trees, or uh, the the the, the non sexy name for it is follow up. Right, sales follow up. You need to be shaking the trees. What offer can you create? What email can you send? What phone call can you make? What can you do to shake the trees and get a little business? By shaking the trees, we mean shaking the trees of the current clients and prospects that are in your your pipeline, your funnel. <laughs> And trying to get some money out of them, okay? Let's just be real. That's what we're talking about doing. Shake the trees and see if some money falls down. Um, and there are multiple ways that, again, you could actually go about doing that. I've mentioned some of them here. Um, but most of the time, this is going to involve direct contact and follow-up via email or via a phone call or a Facebook message or something with people. So shake the trees. And then the final one I wanted to tell you about here as far as a protective way to use downtime in your web design business is building systems, okay? Building Systems that will help you grow your web design business. Now, here's what I would encourage you to do: even if you're a person who isn't really thinking about scaling yet, and you're not at all thinking about, well, I want to hire this person, want to hire that person, or if if it's been a little glimmer in your mind that maybe you wanted to do that one day, or maybe you're full in, you're fully bought into that mindset of, yeah, I need to build business systems. Wherever you are on that spectrum, start doing this. Start taking and recording little loom videos of the work that you're doing. Start writing out a checklist. Why? Few reasons, right? Number one, so that immediately, even if you're doing all the work yourself, you can deliver a consistent, repeatable result for clients. That is huge. That is huge. And maybe you have everything in your head, but maybe you don't. It would be great if you could do this, okay? Um, Build out that checklist for yourself. What happens if, by the way, God forbid, you were to get hospitalized for a week or something? How would your business run? How would your clients, like... Would you still get paid (laughs) if you don't have anybody? And so what you could do in this case is is bring on a colleague or something and say, hey, look, this is how I always deliver this specific result for clients with my checklist. And you could bring somebody in temporarily to do it for you. How much power would there be in being able to deliver a specific result to clients even while you were down for the count for a little bit? Okay. Or um, if you're just planning on bringing somebody else in maybe part-time, if you already have these systems documented and ready to go, you could bring them in and you wouldn't have to do a bunch of like, you know, handholding and onboarding calls. You say, look, here are the standard operating procedures. Let me know if you have any questions. And of course you do have to do some onboarding. I'm not saying that you don't have to do that, but when you have systems, when you have checklists, when you have videos, when you have documented processes and systems for how to create that result over and over again for your client, business becomes way easier and it becomes most importantly, scalable for the future in case you wanted to do that. So um again, content creation, both free and premium. So by free I mean like blogs, YouTube videos, premium, I mean like ebooks and webinars, strategic research, researching what's going on in your industry, what others are doing. Um strategic thinking. So really introspectively, like where do you want to go? Where do you want to take the business and how are you gonna get there? Shaking the trees, so following up with past clients and um with uh with with potential clients and and just really trying to to get some instant money in the door now. And then building systems, really building systems for the future, for scalability, for emergency sake, for all those different things. Okay, that's how to productively use downtime in your business. I hope this helps you. And if you want more uh, one-on-one help with how to do this in your business, please go to subscriptionwebdesign.com, sign up for the mentorship program, and I would be super thrilled to see you there. All right, you guys take care. See you in the next one. Hey there, it's Steve, and I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the show. You know, one of the biggest questions that I get is, okay, Steve, I'm excited. I love this idea of subscription web design, but I have no clue where to get started. If that's you, go to subscriptionwebdesign.com right now, enter your best email address, and I'm going to send you an exclusive training that I did on the five models of subscription web design that will show you the options that are available to you and give you some things to think about on how to get started. And for a limited time, I'm going to include my contract template for Subscription Web Design. I've been asked multiple times to provide this template, and it's usually only available to my paying students. It's a $100 value, but it's yours free. Just go to SubscriptionWebDesign.com and enter your best email address there, and I'll send those right to you, as well as send you daily email tips from the trenches of running my agency. See you over there at SubscriptionWebDesign.com.